what matchups during week one of the 2023 NFL season should we be paying attention to? In the trenches, in the secondary, second-level defenders, all of that. From these rookies, there's opportunities to earn your stripes and make big impacts. We'll discuss that next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, family? Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network and your favorite and local running back guru. And I can't talk about championship rings and things without Mr. LSU, the champ himself, my boy, Keith Sanchez. You can find him on Twitter at The Talent Code. Keith, talk to him, baby. Locked on, family. Let's get locked in. This is Keith Sanchez, senior draft analyst with the Draft Network, man, and 2019 national champ. Yes, LSU, man. But you know why we're here. The dynamic duo, right? The fearsome twosome, man. The get after it, guys, man. Myself, Damian Parsons, and we're here to bring you championship level content surrounding the NFL draft. And I don't know if they told you yet, but the draft don't stop, right? This is 24-7. This is 365, man. If you want a good team, they better draft well, right? So DP. We have some things we want to talk about, man, in regards to this schedule, right? We're talking about rookies and their uh, their impact, right, or the situations they're going to be thrown into. And, man, the last episode, right, we talked about it. We had some good conversations. And we say, you know what? Run it back, right? We want to continue to talk about because there's more matchups, right? And I want to get this thing started off with a black and blue type of matchup, right? Something that's that you know, week one, but the players may after the game feel like it's week eight already. And that is the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the San Francisco 49ers. When you think about rookies, DP, you think about matchups, what are some of the things that jump off to you in regards to this matchup week one? This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. Man, Steelers versus 49ers, Keaton. The first matchup I think about is Broderick Jones. You know, their first-round pick for the Steelers. Getting absolutely baptized by one of the best, facing one of the best defensive end edge rushers in the game for the Niners, Nick Bosa. You know, if you say, well, you know, I know ESPN runs the the series Welcome. Hey, rookie, welcome to the NFL. NFL, Yeah, 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 that's that's week one for Broderick Jones, (laughs) man. And he was my – I think he was both of our offensive tackle one, you know, in terms of just the physical ability, the arm length, the athleticism, the power – Everything he has, but he's young, a guy that was kind of raw in terms of technique. And man, you talk about being raw in terms of technique and facing a technical, uh, kind of a technician of sorts. And Nick Bosa, that's that's that could be a, a, a recipe for disaster when you think about Kenny Pickett being a right handed quarterback. That's his blind side protection. So, you know, I think that's that's going to be a really big matchup in this game, Keith, because if Broderick Jones struggles, uh, not only and it's not even just to protect Kenny Pickett, but Open and running lanes for Najee Harris, right? You know, that, that power yes. run game, that's going to be the key. 
Yeah, that that's why I wanted to hit on DP because while in pass pro, right, like <laughs> Nick Bosa is probably gonna get his a good bit just because Broderick Jones, Broderick Jones is a rookie. I think about the run game, and that's gonna be fun, right? You come, you talking about two bulls in a china shop, right? And then it's not only just um Broderick Jones versus Nick Bosa, it's Broderick Jones versus this entire 49ers defensive yeah. front. I think that's gonna be really fun, man, because this is one of the most you're talking about like explosive first step, physical, mauler mentality, wants to get after it. It's going to be game one in the NFL. He's going to want to leave his imprint, right? Like he he's going to want to get after it. So, man, you're talking about a matchup. I think that's going to be so fun. But DP, I, and then also when you talk about the pass rush, it'll be interesting to see what we hear out of training camp because the Steelers have probably top two to top three, and I mean this when I say it, pass rush combinations in Bosa and Highsmith. Highsmith is one of the most underrated pass rushers in the what? NFL. Um, and so he should be able to get, you know, good reps in practice, right? Like he should be able to, yeah. you know, like see a bunch of different things, veteran situations, different, you know, different, yeah, different mixed bags of, um, you know, I guess pass rush sequences and things like that. So that'll be fun. But DP, I want to transition to right some more rookies because we got Joey Porter Jr. out there who the Steelers took at the top of the second round. Now, this I'm I'm not expecting this to be a you know a game where he has to cover a lot, right? Like they're probably gonna yeah. run the football, but he's gonna have to insert himself in the run game. How how do you see that, right? Like or, or trying to shed Debo Samuel, um, who's a physical blocker. How how do you see that? I think that's going to be like you know that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Like you said, they, the the Niners probably don't throw the ball like forty five times in this game, um, I, and it, I think it just depends on who's that quarterback as well. You know, they there's reports about Brock Purdy not being ready week one, and Sam Donald might be the starter or trade. We don't know what's going, who's going to be under center for the for the Forty ers So we expect the run game, but it's going to be one of those situations where that being Joy Porter Jr. like. The senior is going to have to come up out of you. That you, you're going to have to be your dad in this type of game because yeah. it's going to be so physical and, and where it's so demanding. But he also, I wouldn't be surprised, Keith, if they're dropping off in the zone and he has to, you know, cover a zone, cover his zone where George Kittle's in that area. You know what I mean? And not just making the play, you know, and trying to break up the pass, but if he does catch the ball, making that tackle. This is a big physical tight end, strong explosive right so those being tested that way but another situation another rookie for the Steelers Keanu Bitten talk about handling the run yeah. he's gonna he's gonna see all of it and it's not even yeah. gonna be <clears throat> the type of run he's kind of accustomed to playing that that zero and one tech at Wisconsin where you know he's dealing with what the the power run game and guys running you know running up the middle this is a zone Blocking scheme, and now this is yeah, this, a former. This wrestler. is gonna be this is gonna be odd discipline, right? He's gonna have yes. very disciplined eyes, and he's gonna have to understand blocks, right? Like he, like, and in, in, in we talk about it, you know, like they all. I was always taught this, right? If somebody, if 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 one goes away, another one's coming. Meaning that if that that offensive lineman isn't blocking you, that means somebody else is blocking, right? It's some type of wham, some type of pin, you know, some something is yeah. coming, right? And he has to, you know, be aware of that. So not, you know, not wanting to you know, his, his pregame jitters and wanting to get upfield and make a big play because they may leave you unblocked and then you simply run yourself out of the play. And that's what this zone blocking type of thing does, right? Like it, 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 
it forces you to see false blocks, right? Uh, uh, understand, because we had a reverse, like like Coach O, he talked to us about a reverse, I can't say the other word, basically a reverse pick block, right? And the term, there's other terms you could use for it. <laughs> and basically the, the offensive lineman would sell you on the outside. So you try to fight outside of him and then he just loops back under you to seal you off, right? So you yeah. thinking that this is a reach block, but he's just fake reaching you so he can slip back under you and then seal you off, right? So that that's some of the things that the 49ers in his own scheme, they can do um, and something that Keanu has to be aware of. No, he's, he's got to be aware of it to, to, to really – like help put them in, in third and long situations. He's going like if he's going to start, especially being up there with, with big Cam Hayward, man. Like you know, you get those reps. You're going to have to go in there and and, and be sound and be disciplined and whatnot because it's, it's going to be impactful. So just seeing those rookies, you know, uh, for the Steelers, I would mention the Niners rookies. I think the only rookie that they drafted that I think would we could see give some playtime is Jair. I think it's Jair Brown, the safety from Penn State. Because they lost Jimmy Ward because he's in Houston with with D'Amico Ryan. You talking so, about for the the Forty Niners? Yeah, for the Forty Niners. Yeah, well, so well they, guess they, what? They, they drafted a kick in the third round. The kicker better kick the ball. We better see the kicker kick a lot of balls. Like we talking about? We, <laughs> no, we better see the kicker. The kicker gonna kick. We better kick from 50, 60, and seventy, right? Like if we draft him the third round, that kicker gonna kick. So I'm like, I get you. Jair Brown will be out there, DP. But we better see this kicker. Jake Moody from Michigan. I'm saying it. This kicker better kick the ball if he got drafted in the third round. Jake Moody, I, I, if you're listening, Niners fans, Keith basically said he got to be Justin Tucker off the rip. Like, you drafted the third round. He better, roll. He better did, be ready to roll, baby. He, he better be Justin round. Tucker. And, and not only DP, you didn't take him in the third round. You didn't have a first and a second round pick. So this no, was your did. first guy, right? This was the number one guy on your board. So he better kick the ball, DP. Yeah. I better see a lot of right. Jake Moody points. I may draft him. In my fantasy draft, right? Because if y'all took him in the third round, I'm expecting that he's gonna kick the ball. So we right. better see Jake Moody kick the ball. Oh, uh, but DP, look, man, finishing up with the the Steelers and the 49ers, man, gonna be a lot of fun things. You know, a lot of rookies in there going to get some savvy veterans. We're gonna have some kickers kicking the football. But I want to transition, right? Transition into another matchup that while the 49ers and the Steelers was black and blue, this one is gonna be speed, man. This was gonna be speed. I'm talking the Dolphins. At the Chargers, right? And what rookies are we expecting to see? And there were some fast rookies, right? There's some impactful rookies on the offensive side of the football um, that we want to get into. So, man, coming up next, we're about to talk about the impactful rookies for this Dolphins at Chargers week one matchup. What is the number one sports book in America? FanDuel. And guys, right now during the NBA playoffs, you need to make a fast break to FanDuel because right now new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's right. You heard me correct. $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win, guys. You uh, with, with FanDuel, I'm going to tell you what I love about them. You get free promotions every single day. The app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. And the best thing, you get paid instantly, guys. I'm talking about right away when the game's finished, instantly. There's no better place to bet on all of the playoff action than America's number one sports book. That is a, that is FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com, guys, slash locked on and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. You heard me correct. Let me repeat myself. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Dolphins versus Chargers, Keith. They, they played last year, if I remember correctly. And um, it didn't go the way that the, the Dolphins want, you know, predicted it to. I think the Chargers came in and, and they kind of controlled the game. 
But you talk about the rookie matchups, Keith. I, I got to look no further than Quentin Johnson and Cam Smith. Like, you know what I mean? I think it's rookie versus rookie in this situation, yeah. Keith. No, and, and this has a, a high probability of being a, a like a high percentage matchup, right? Meaning that the Chargers have three wide receivers, right? They have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and then now Quentin Johnston. But the way the Dolphins just, you know, maneuvered everything with their roster, they have three corners, right? So you can you can envision that Jalen Ramsey may be on Keenan Allen, right? Then Xavier Howard is going to be on Mike Williams. And then now you get the Quentin Johnston versus Cam Smith. But DP, I set it up. How do you see that playing out? Man, I I feel like that. This is – I feel like this could be one of them 50-50 battles, man. It is. It is. <laughs> I think this could be one of those dis- one of those battles with you know we talk about you know those those football cliches a game within a game. I feel like this is one of those games within a game that can absolutely dictate who wins. And what I mean by that is Cam Smith being the uh, uh, athletic physical press corner going up against a big body explosive receiver like Quentin Johnson, and it's like man, you got to be on your, your 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 A game, your P's and Q's in terms of getting hands on Quentin Johnston, not allowing him to stack you. Because if that happens, guys, like, it, it, it's it's house. It's a house call. And then you got mm-hmm. Justin Herbert slinging that thing. He's the one who's who's throwing the ball down the field. He's one of the better deep ball throwers, you know, in the league, man. Got one of the best arms, if not the best arm for a lot of people. And some people, you know, probably on the West Coast's opinion. But, you know, nonetheless, like, you know, I think this is one of the matchups, Keith, where I'm, I'm, I'm locked into this because you expect Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey to be focused on Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. So these two rookies, one of them going to baptize the other. You know what I mean? I think that you, you're going to see reps of just sticky coverage, a lot of competition, battling at the catch point, and it's all about who wants it more. And, and I think this is a this is a match. I, I can't call it right now. I, I definitely can't. I'm not going to lie to you, but I do believe it's one that could dictate who's the, who, who wins this game if it's one of those close games, Keith. No, I agree. I agree. So let, let's go into the run game, right, because – if they drafted, like we just talked about, a wide receiver, right, and then a cornerback that was drafted, well, there was a running back that was drafted, and there was a linebacker that drafted, right? So we're talking about offense and defense and what can potentially happen. So you look at the, the Miami Dolphins, another team that didn't have a first-round pick, and I think they picked up Devon Achan in the third round, I believe. They picked up Devon Achan in the third, and I believe the Los Angeles Chargers picked up linebacker Deion Henley in the third round. So it, like for Dion, for Dion, it's multiple levels for him, right? Because he has to worry about Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill coming across the middle, him being able to drop and get depth, right? But that's what he he thrives at, right? Because he's a more athletic linebacker. What's going to be fun to see is this because Devon Achan as a runner, this is a guy that for for a speed guy, he's actually patient, right? Like he actually he he's a very patient runner and he does some different things. So. With Dayon, when we evaluated him, what? We said, okay, how does he play against the run? And that was what he needed to improve on. So I'll be interested to see how, the if Dayon is out there week one, right, how Devon Achan can manipulate this and him, you know, Dayon potentially choosing the wrong gap and then Devon choosing the right gap. And you're talking about a world-class sprinter, right, in, in Devon Achan's speed. And you're talking about a 60-yard touchdown run because you have a rookie week one starting at the linebacker position. And then also you have to think about this, that, a lot is going to be put on Dayon to be able to stop the run because the Chargers haven't gotten what they wanted out of Kenneth Murray yet, right? Like that's yeah. been a part that Kenneth Murray has struggled. So Devon Achan potentially, like if, if this guy gets, like he has the potential to have some 
home run hitting um, runs because of this linebacker core, one with Kenneth Murray, but secondly, we're talking about rookie impacts because they have a rookie linebacker out there for the first time. I, I 100% agree with you, Keith. And I think what really makes that matchup uh, that more, you know, uh, complex for Henley is that, you know, with A-Chain probably not starting right away, he's going to come in with fresh legs. So while you, mm-hmm. if you're starting, you deal with Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson early on, right? And and, and, and all, the, all three of these guys are, are, are fast, but, you know, A-Chain is that world-class sprinter. So it's like you're you're playing the game and your legs are a little heavier in the third, fourth quarter than they were in the first and in the second. So it's like, how does he, uh, you know, how does he handle it? How does he stay clean, right? You know, behind this offensive line and, and, and behind this defensive line, rather, and with those offensive linemen trying to climb up to that second level, can he uh, dictate the pace and can he identify and diagnose that it's run over pass and do it quickly, right? We always use the, the term for linebackers, slow until you know, but there's a fine line of being slow until you know and then just being slow as a process. So right. you, you don't you don't want you don't want him out here out there thinking and then not only that, Keith, but the fact that you brought up the Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle factor. And Mike McDaniel, all the motion he be throwing, all the oh, eye yeah, that's candy what I'm saying, yeah. it's and a window lot. dresses. That's gonna be a lot, man. And and you know you know, working on the defensive side of the football and, you know, playing defense, like, that's the stuff that gets you, right? Like, when y'all, when the offense just lines right up and, like, okay, this is what we're doing, it's like, okay, cool, then I know my son. But when I get motion and I get all this different stuff going on and running backs, switching sides of the quarterback, like, well, all right, here we go, what are we doing, right? And everybody has <laughs> to be on the same page, man. So I think, like, you, you're right, DP, like, all the motion and stuff that Mike McDaniels, that's going to be very fun to see Diane Henley. So that's, we know we talked about the passing game and we also talked about the running game covering the the chargers and the dolphins so it should be fun i'm expecting a lot of points i'm expecting a, mm-hmm. a 31 to 33 ish type football game which would be really fun with dp you know we, we talked about that we gotta go to um you know a, a team that we talked about explosive fireworks right i don't know how explosive they're gonna be and that's the matchup of the philadelphia eagles we know where they at right but the new england patriots right we're still trying to figure these guys out uh, Bill Belichick, he still wants to run 32 personnel, right? He wants three running backs and two <laughs> tight ends and wishbone. But, man, there are some rookies that have potential to make impact in this game on both sides, right, for both teams, the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots. So coming up next, man, another intriguing matchup um, with, with you know, a team that is dominant now versus a team that's trying to get back to what they are, one of the most dominant franchises ever. So we're going to talk about this Philadelphia Eagles at the New England Patriots matchup week one. A Super Bowl rematch, week one. Not the most recent Super Bowl, but the only <laughs> Super Bowl that the Philadelphia Eagles have in the last, you know, last what decade or two, and, and that was against the New England Patriots, Keith. And the, and of course, the first thing that they really, for me, in terms of you talking about stiff test, a litmus test, Christian Gonzalez, man, you 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 typically when you're a CB one, they only have there's only a, one wide receiver one. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles have a wide receiver 1A and a wide receiver 1B. And, and A.J. Yeah. Brown, Swole Batman, and then the Slim Reaper, Devonta Smith, a.k.a. Smitty. And for me, man, that's just that's a tough test for a rookie cornerback. And we both – I think – and and so I, I remember seeing a report. I can't remember the reporter's name, but I remember quote tweeting it because they the, – the reason – some of the reason why Christian Gonzalez slipped in the first round was because – Teams didn't like how he handled the physicality of the Georgia Bulldogs week one of the season last year. I'm like, guys, that was week one. 
You know what I mean? And, and not only that, not too many people handle the physicality of Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> I mean, they some of the SEC teams couldn't yeah, handle I, that I mean, physicality. That, that's, that's a tough. That's a tough task, right? Like that's that's tough to be like, hey, how did you play against Georgia? Nobody right. played good against Georgia. But they won the continue. they won the title. I mean, right. they in the blowout fashion. So you know, it is what it is. But I, I think if, if for those who have those concerns about his physicality or lack thereof, when he gets matched up against an AJ Brown. That's the matchup they're going to be looking at. Like, okay, how does he defend a physical route runner, right? Because AJ Brown isn't the he isn't a precise. Just he's not going to kill you with a ton of routes. He's physical with his routes. He's gonna he's gonna get into you. He, you you want to get play press man and get into his frame? Cool. All he's going to do is stiff arm you out of the way and, right. and, and and clear you, right? So I think how he handles that, how he leverages pre snap, Keith. You know, pre snap alignment. I always say this. With D, with DBs, especially corners, when you're playing man-to-man, sometimes you get beat before the snap because of how you're aligned pre-snap. So is he going to – because one of the things that, that they do with A.J. Brown is they run a lot of slants and in-breakers. So are you going to will, – will, will Bill Belichick allow Christian Gonzalez in man-to-man coverage, say, you know what, because I, I'm not going to lie, Keith, he's probably going to be the only DB that you want to put on him because I don't want to put Jack Jones on him. I don't want to put Jonathan Jones on him or Marcus Jones, any of these smaller corners, you got to put your big guy on them um, and, and try to take away that inside shade because you know that Christian Gonzalez can run with A.J. Brown and he's athletic enough to, to battle at the catch point. But then again, if you start seeing Smitty, it's just it's just preparing for two different style receivers, and that's hard for a rookie in week one, Keith. No, I agree. So I'm, I'm going to keep going, man, with these rookies, and I'm going to look at the New England Patriots draft class, you know, continue to look at them, and, you know, they went Keon White in the second round, but this, these are where the pick the, the pick gets interesting for me. Marte Mapu, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sacramento State hybrid, listed at 6'3", 215, linebacker, safety. I couldn't figure out what to do with him, right? But I think the New England Patriots, they're going to have to figure it out. They're going to have to figure it out against the Philadelphia Eagles because you're talking about a team that they run the football at a high clip, right, and are very effective. So you, you, your question is, can you put them on the field against the run at 215? Where do you place them, right? But then also off of that, you're talking play action shots, right? You're talking about, um, you know, deep shots. So is he going to be able to run with these guys? Is he going to be able to run with, you know, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and, you know, the tight ends and, you know, if the running back comes out of the backfield, right? So it's so many different things that Marte has to show up for, right? And I'm, I'm interested to see because they drafted him high. So they obviously had a plan for him. I couldn't figure out the plan, me personally, right, where to play him. So I'm interested to see where the New England Patriots play him and how effective he's able to be. Then the last guy, Talking about an LSU guy, right? Kayshawn Booty. First round pick eight months ago, right? First round pick, top 10 pick. Now he goes in a fifth, sixth round. Um, critical of the New England Patriots and their inability to surround Mac Jones with weapons. So is Kayshawn Booty going to show as a fifth round pick or is he going to show as the best value in this NFL draft? I think that's going to be the question because he's going to have the opportunity, right? We talk about this Patriots wide receiver core. He's going to have an opportunity to make an impact. And let's like let's not mistake this, that this, new, this Philadelphia Eagles defense was not a great defense, right? They had a lot of sacks. They got pressure. But there was also some things that, you know, Philadelphia Eagles fans were angry about with uh, you know, now Arizona head coach uh, Jonathan Gannon. So that's the two on a, on a, on a Patriots side, DP, that I'm, I'm I'm checking out. And the last thing is is the Patriots going to run want to run a football, right? 
So I'm interested to see how much run does Jalen Carter get? Jordan Davis, you know, he's not a rookie, right? <laughs> but he, he yeah. didn't play much last year. So, you know, you're talking about you're talking about Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter as a rookie, and then you're also talking about Nolan Smith. Like, how much is he able to turn it up and develop? Because that's what you talked about, right? DP was that, hey, this guy can develop into a pass rusher. Or, you know, we know that he's good against the run. So I'm interested to see that part, too, because the Patriots are going to run the football. Yeah, I think that matchup of, you know, whenever Jalen Carter's in the game, that matchup of him and last year's first-round pick for the Patriots, Cole Strange, when they, if they if they end up crossing paths, I, I, I lean to Jalen Carter in that yeah. type of situation, Keith. And, and I think that's where, you know, if you do get – if you do play those two – behemoths in terms of Jalen Carter and, and, and Jordan Davis sat alongside each other on those rundowns, man, it allows you to bring a Nolan Smith onto the field and start rotating guys. Cause that's what the Philadelphia Eagles have been on their defensive line for years. Just having all this talent of guys to rotate Keith. And I, I'm interested to see the, the usage of Sidney Brown. Is he going to step into that, um, in, into that Char- Chauncey Gardner Johnson role as mm-hmm. that, that, that hybrid nickel, Defender safety. And you think about potentially seeing Hunter Henry at tight end, Juju Smith Schuster at the slot receiver position, right? Uh, since they lost Jacoby Myers. So those are those are the two that um those are the guys I'm looking at, uh, especially as like kind of more heavier down situations. But of course, one of my guys, Keely Ringo, that they got in the fourth round, how does he start the season? What's his usage like uh for him? Like is he we expect him to be more rotational because they have two uh, veteran corners on the outside, right? And I think they got Avante Maddox as like their nickel. But like, does he earn and does he start to cut into the, the, those snaps where maybe you start, you feel like you could take Avante off the field and slide Darius Slay into the nickel and play, right. you know, Keely more outside and, and give more size and athleticism, <clears throat> excuse me, and everything else, Keith. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see. How they use these four, you know, Tyler Steen was, I think he's more, he's going to be more of a, a year two type of prospect. They're talking about kicking them down in guard. Um, and I think right now, yeah, Cam Jurgens and um, Landon Dickinson, uh, Dickerson is going to be uh, playing the guard spots while Jason Kelsey's still there. I think once Jason Kelsey retires, Jurgens kicks over to center. So I'm be interested to see what, what Philadelphia does, Keith, uh, just, you know, when, when it pertains to this draft class and, how these go? How much, like you said, how much snaps these guys get? Like, what type of snaps are they going to get? Like, are you going to be more pass situation, run down situation, uh, or a combination of both? Um, and, and how impactful these young rookies can be, Keith. But guys, listen, that is another, you know, round one, you know, not round one, but week one uh, preview. Just kind of looking at the schedule from impact from an impact rookie standpoint, man. And there's so much more that we can get into as, as the, you know, the next couple days go on guys. So as always, we, we thank y'all so much. Uh, subscribe and follow for free on YouTube, wherever you listen uh, to podcasts, get the latest episode as soon as it's available. Thank y'all for making locked on NFL draft your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. We know what, you know what we tell you, you guys are not just family, you're every dayers and we appreciate and love y'all for it. Uh, tap in with us again tomorrow in terms of Twitter, uh, Keith Sanchez, you can find him on Twitter at the Talent Code. I'm Damian Parson, DP underscore NFL. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team.